two, three, four. Sitting on the porch, there is so much on our minds. Grab ourselves a drink, and now we're loving all mankind. We think the world should hear all the things we have to say. As we drink and let our troubles float away. Who are we? Porch drunkies, porch drunkies. Yeah, we're singing our special theme song. Porch drunkies, porch drunkies. Have a drink, turn it up and sing along. Welcome to Porch Drunkies. This is Megan. And I'm Thomas. And tonight we have a very special guest with us. My brother Dan, from across the United States, all the way in Chicago. Chicago! <laughs> Windy City. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Chi Town? Is that what they call it? Chi Town? Oh, I call it Shit Chicago. <laughs> we oh, wow. call it a Sacramental, so it's a thing. <laughs> uh, oh, there you go. That, that, that works. Yeah. So this is actually one of the first times that we've had uh, a guest who is not physically here with us in the, uh, well, on the back porch, actually. Right. Um, we're trying out something kind of brand new. We're actually talking to Dan over Skype, um, trying to, trying to try out new things, trying to expand our horizons. We've been gaining a lot of followers, like, all over the place, actually. Like, yeah. Like, we got somebody in Israel recently. Which Thank was, you. Which was, thank you, yeah, thank yeah. you. Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. That's uh, fascinating. It's really cool. And they're not necessarily followers on SoundCloud, but they're followers on Instagram. They're liking our shit. Thank you very much. New followers. <laughs> yeah, we. if you ever look at our, um, our Instagram feed, it looks like we're raging alcoholics because... <laughs> Everybody who's following us has something to do with alcohol. Yeah. Except for our friends or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. True. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Seriously. Like, well, I own it. It's fine. Whatevs. So what's happening yeah, in Chicago? I mean, only only quitters go to meetings. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what kind of meetings. Right. So how's the weather in Chicago? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's quite humid and lots of fucking mosquitoes. That's why I'm not joining you on my porch. Oh, really? Otherwise I would. Do you don't have, like, big mosquitoes or anything? You just got, like, normal little tiny mosquitoes? No, I mean, they they range from, like, the, the size of an ant to the size of a tarantula. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Lock up your babies and small animals. Right. It's a mosquito the size uh, of a tarantula. Yeah, that, yeah, it's not fun. So you can only be outside between the time of like 1 p.m. and like 5 p.m. After that, get inside. Yeah. Oh, wow. Until it's like dark, dark, and it's like 10, 10 or 11. Yeah, that makes sense. For a while there. <laughs> like, just roam. Huh? That's when the creatures roam. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm out at that time sometimes. 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 <laughs> Although we have had, like, those weird grass jumpy bug, fly bug thing. I don't even know what they are. The, the weird crunchy bugs. No, they're not grasshoppers, but they're, like, they're almost like armored gnats. They're, like, bouncy. Oh. Like, they, they sit on you and they, like, bounce off of you, but they're, like, 
cream colored. They're weird fucking bugs. And they, it's a, I call them grass seed bugs because they literally look like somebody threw grass seed on the lawn and they're all over you. It's fucking nuts. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what I, they are. I, I've seen those things before. Yeah. They're all over the fucking place. <laughs> Knock that shit off. Thanks very much. <laughs> so we also- uh, I, mean, I was going off of maybe, I thought maybe, because the whole, uh, in Las Vegas right now, they have that whole grasshopper thing going on right now. I thought maybe they migrated Mm-mm. west. No. Oh, I, I know exactly what grasshoppers look like. Right. I remember chasing those in Texas with you <laughs> and Michael and Angel, like, just getting yelled at by Grandpa Ray. Right. If you, oh, if you kill I'm something, I'm going to make you eat it. Oh, no, like, thanks. <laughs> you're like, I killed a lizard. <laughs> it's going to be used as fish bait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously. Oklahoma days. I, I was not a part of the Oklahoma days. That was more, that was the, uh, the river house. That was like the house that was built oh. on stilts and then the, the trailer was over to the side and like they had the box full of like, homegrown worms like bait worms like i mean you live right next to a river what are you gonna do fish that's what of we course, did yeah that's pretty much what we did we caught with, striper with the bugs that we find duh that's no, the bait <laughs> no we just used we used chunks of carp is pretty much oh, what, gross. we caught the crap fish <laughs> carp we caught the crap fish cut it up into squares and then made catfish eat it so we can eat we can eat the catfish that's how i got sick like sick of catfish that's why I don't like catfish. Did cat you guys fishing. actually do like the like the under underwater catfishing where like you like went into like an underground thing and like sucked them out? No. No, they oh, weren't that big. Guy. Not this guy. Hey Dan, I just want to let you know when you shake your head, <laughs> podcasters, like we can't hear that. <laughs> oh no! I, know. I was just like, nope, not me. Uh-uh. Not well, this guy. Plus, also the catfish weren't big enough like what you're talking about is like that weird freaking thing where you shove your arm into their hand, their mm-hmm. mouth and then you pull them out yeah those are monstrous catfish but they're like under like a bank or something uh, in a river right but those they, in texas oh, they weren't that big hmm. they're like like a foot and a half maybe i mean the biggest one was probably like maybe i don't even think two feet hmm I mean, they were big enough to eat, but they weren't big enough to put your arm hand, like your hand down, unless like, well, unless Joey got involved, then maybe that would have been funny, because he was I mean, small. Well, if Joey got involved, he would be bait. True. <laughs> Dangle him on the end of a fish hole, a fish book. <laughs> so, I also do want to say, like, to our listeners, uh, we apologize for not recording last week. It was. Like, balls-ass hot. It was literally 106 degrees. It was 106 degrees, and because we do record on the back porch, I am not going to subject A, our equipment to that heat, or B, um, us to that equipment. Oh, my face, heat. dude. We were outside literally all day at the state fair in blistering fucking heat, and I pretty much lost 14 pounds walking around the fucking <laughs> fair all day. And when we have, like, you know, cold winter nights, when it's, like, raining outside, we go into the garage. There's no fucking way I'm going to go into the garage to record on a, that day because there's no air conditioning in the garage. <laughs> it's like, oh, we went out from 105 to 120 degrees. What was that? 
how do you how do you talk about air conditioning in the winter? Oh, <laughs> I mean, then again, I'm in Chicago, so winter in <laughs> winter in Chicago, I'm sitting here like, well, <laughs> we go outside and smoke cigarettes in the garage for like 30 seconds. That's it. Like when it's cold. Well, yeah, yeah because well, winter. Yeah, when it's in cold, winter. winter up here is cold. <laughs> well, yeah, you get snow. Uh, and sub-zero weather. Mm-hmm. It's not I mean, necessarily. I remember when I lived in California and the winters were like sixty degrees, fifty degrees, maybe. I think we actually broke but to about forty something at one point, but that was about the lowest. It at went. night it freezes, yeah. but it's not like we know we never wake up to snow. But I've got to say, and I I heard somebody say this the other day: if Ohio can get snow days. We should get heat days. And I've said that for so many years. Like, hey, Ohio can close down all their shops and be like, well, it's snow day. And I'm like, hey, guess what? I don't want to go out in the fucking 110 degree weather because it's a hot day. And no, no thanks. Like, I'm going to lay down in my house on the like kitchen floor with no pants on. And that's what you get from me today. That's, that's the answer to that question. <laughs> I can work remotely. I can do that from home. <laughs> Yeah, but then all the animals are going to come <laughs> up to you naked, like, on the floor and be like, what, what are you doing? What are you What's doing? What's going on? Like, I figured it out. I understand why you lay on the kitchen floor all the time. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I would literally love it. I mean, I took my girlfriend to Las Vegas last year, and the difference between a dry heat and humidity mm-hmm. which, with what we live in, yeah, it's way different. Yeah. So... We were walking around the Vegas Strip, 110, 115 degree weather, and I was loving it. Yeah? Loving it. Yeah. Just fine. The difference between a dry heat and humidity. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. 100 degrees for me. We had that two weeks ago. Oh, I, I just, you couldn't get enough AC. Yeah, no. No. And I don't know. I mean, for the longest time, every time everyone would come to Sacramento, they'd be like, it's like, oh, it's so hot here. I was like, yeah, but it's a dry heat. And then I kept saying that over and over, and everyone started like, but it's a dry heat. And then it started getting fucking humid because the drought went away. And with the drought going away, we had fucking water coming off the mountains, and it is fucking humid. <laughs> like, well, I don't of- think it's necessarily as humid as Illinois, but it's definitely fucking humid. Thank you. Oh, God. Midwest is so humid. It's, oh. it's like, I, I couldn't sit. Obviously, people on the podcast can see this, but Tom's sitting there with a, a shirt on like that. I, could, I couldn't do that here. Right now? Right now, I could not do that without getting attacked by one million mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. No, like... I don't think the mosquitoes have been too bad. Mm-mm. I mean, we had some standing water, and I... I killed them yeah we've like when we were camping it was really bad but not here not in this not normally here yeah but when we're camping we're actually in woodlands we yes that's true <laughs> we're in we're in the woods it's not actual campsites they are it's we're gonna drive out to the woods where there's nothing <laughs> except trees and rocks and wild animals and <clears throat> bugs and we're gonna go there and we're gonna have a lot of fun yeah and we're planning on doing it more times this year. So yeah, it must be fun, I guess. Well, I mean, you are. Well, you are. Well, gotta okay, be. yeah. Hmm. Do you go? No, I was just saying, it's got to be. Do you go uh, camping in? Like, is there like is that something that that's a thing in Illinois? I mean, there's a few spots in Illinois that you can go camping and 
there they got this like waterfall it the name of the place the, the name of the resort is like not coming to mind but it's a resort a <laughs> it's a resort <laughs> Uh, we don't go camping yeah, at resorts. They have, they have lodging, like they have a lodging site where you can go and stay. And I know I'm using my hands a lot, right? You can see it, but <laughs> there's this place out there <laughs> you can stay, but you can walk to like a waterfall, and uh-huh. it's beautiful. What I've yeah. been told and the pictures I've seen, it's amazing. Yeah, just for all the listeners out there, he, yep. he pointed yonder, so <laughs> that's what he did. <laughs> It was a yonder point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I should have set up, like, my little remote control thing to, like, take screenshots. Right. Because I can't do it right now. I can't. can't, can't reach him. I can't reach the phone from where I am. By the way, he's he's on. kind of like air high five. Air high five. (laughs) (laughs) That's demolition, man. If you if you do this thing and then do the circle palm thing, salutations, John Spartan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have like hooked up the the little remote Bluetooth remote control so I could take like snapshots and be all like, boom, boom. boom. He's pointing over yonder. <laughs> Click. I mean, to be honest, I'm glad you glad you didn't. I don't need these screenshots on Facebook right. or my dumb face going, hey, I'm having a rave by myself. Yeah, but your headphones aren't lighting up, so we know that you're not on a like a, a silent rave going Dude, on. Dude, we, we saw that at the State Fair. They had a room of a silent disco happening and we walked in and it was the funniest thing because I'm looking for my daughter. She got there like 20 minutes before I did and we like she's like, I'm here. And I was like, where are you? And she's like, I'm in the silent disco. And so we went to the silent disco to go find her. And we walk in and we're like, I'm not going to fucking go dance or whatever. I'm just looking for my kid. And <laughs> we we're watching. I was like, this is the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, half of the room goes, woo! <laughs> like, I'm like, that must be their jam, dude. Like, only half of the room, though. And it was like five people over here and two people over here. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. And I walked back out. And then I realized that I really want to have a silent disco. And that's going to happen. It's happening. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> we have such a nice backyard. We could totally silent disco in our backyard. We could until people got so drunk that they dropped into the pit. No, sh- we put up things around it so nobody's falling in. By the way, to describe the pit to you, Dan, <laughs> we have like a backyard. But and then, our listeners. And, and listeners. Yeah. We have a backyard, but then all of a sudden, like, it drops off, like, into this pit before it hits, like, <laughs> the backyard fence. Mm-hmm. So, for a long time, we were putting up, like, 97-cent solar-powered, mm-hmm. like, lights because the number of parties that we have, I am pretty sure that somebody's going to get drunk enough that they're not going to realize that there's nothing below their feet as right. soon as they step over <laughs> exactly. that line. So Exactly. Nobody's ever done it. <laughs> Knock on wood. I don't have any wood right now, but but nobody's ever done it. But we have not had solar power things because I tend to smash the shit out of them with the weed whacker. And then they go flying in pieces. <laughs> they're only 97 cents. Well, I, I what, if I was there, I would be the first one to do it. Guaranteed. Oh, you're that guy? Is that? I'm that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I I'm the guy that falls, be. falls like as I'm walking in a straight line on a flat surface. But he's the guy that's actually like, what's down here? Wee! <laughs> oh, 
This is unexplored territory. I must find out what's down here. <laughs> I've never gone past this point in the yard. There There's a reason hiding. for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Nobody except for the dogs go down there. That's another reason. You're going to find a lot of landmines down there. That's going to be real bad. Yep. But I, I'll, I guess I'll be your guinea pig when I come out there again. <laughs> again? Again. Someday it's going to happen? It's going to happen. Well, someday. I, I mean, it's, I've, it's been my dream to come back to California, even though, you know, the prices. I mean, the, the cost of living and everything, but... Yeah, don't live here. Just come visit. Just yeah. don't live. Like, we're like, eventually we're getting the fuck out of here. It's happening. <laughs> that would be nice. It would be so a, nice. A place where they have more common sense and not so ridiculously insane. Views? No, just insane. Insane. Just insane. <laughs> just so much insane. I mean, just so much insanity. <laughs> just all the time. Like, I don't know how. Huh? When you find that place, please let me know. <laughs> I think we've referred to it as Montana, but, uh... Awesome. Well, they're going to sell that land off to Canada anyways. I'll live in Canada. If I'm there, they can, like, make Canada go around me and be like, Oh, look at this, I'm a citizen! Based on the treaty of 2020, and... <laughs> That's exactly how Super just Troopers 2 happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just go around my house. It should be like this much of Montana, and that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm Montana. Yep. I own this much of Montana. Unless <laughs> you could be Canada. We'll just, we'll just reenact, like, Peter Griffin, like, you know, the Family Guy episode where he seceded from the Union. Right. And he's just like, I'm my own country like now. Like, if we make our own flag, doesn't that make it our country? Like, I, I think you have to, like, officially secede from the Union, and there might be, like, laws and stuff you're like, in place. I'm and... taking this 20,000 acres of land, and I'm seceding from all of these unions. Is that a thing? Because I, don't, I, I don't would know. totally rock that shit. Maritime law, right here. No, that's that's the ocean. You, you can't no, no. Unless you're planning to do like a weird Superman two kind of thing, where Lex Luthor was going to drop most of California into the ocean and get beachfront property, I don't think you can call maritime law. But, but if I built a moat, it'd have to be around a around the land and be like, this is. Anything within these boundaries of this moat is maritime law. Like, this is my land and fuck you all? Is I think that maritime law requires you to be 50 miles off of, like... God damn it, yeah, Thomas. You ruin everything. I'm not trying to ruin everything. I'm trying to put it into play and trying to put it into practice, like, practicality. Like, is there a way that we could do this? We can look it up. I mean, come on. Somebody's got to do it. You're always thwarting my plan. I'm not thwarting <laughs> God, you ruin all the fun. <laughs> it's, like, it's my lineage. Um, we well, I'm just going to go on Wikipedia and change the just, definition of maritime law and just, say, like, if it's in the ocean or around a moat, <laughs> therefore, I mean, that's a reliable source, right? Wikipedia. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. You make it to wherever you want it to be. Right, exactly. <laughs> Until the ATF comes knocking down your door and, you know. Damn it! I'm pretty sure as, as soon as the law finds out our, our name, they'll be after us. And they'll be like, oh, I know that name. 
Be like, those crazy fuckers. If it worked on the village, why can't it work for me? Um, Because we don't have millions of dollars to pay planes and stuff not to fly over. and I will. Eventually. I think it's a waste of money. Just buy an island. Oh, yeah, I agree. There's a lot of... Okay, so apparently I was... Be your own... I was just about to uh, make my wife's uh, statement come true because I was going to bring all of the logistics into buying an island. And I'm like, nope, no, I will not do this. I will not spoil the fun. You can have your dreams. Have the dream of an island. We'll tackle that when it comes. I hear you can buy an island. And... I mean, I just... Oh, go ahead. No, I just think of the way the movie Castaway, and I'm like, hey, that would be cool. I don't know what he was bitching about. I mean, it was he, he had it all to himself. Right, and he had gills, so it's not like... He didn't have gills. He did. Castaway? Not Castaway, never mind. You're thinking of the I, was thinking, I was thinking of uh, Waterworld. I was thinking of Waterworld. Because <laughs> yeah. I was he thinking of Waterworld. He didn't cast away. I mean, he had Wilson. Who cares? I mean, he had a friend. I mean, he had everything he wanted. Yeah. He was his own dentist. He made he his own his... food and fires. I mean, come on. <laughs> he had it made. He became a savage. He like, was. I've watched that movie so many times. Yeah. The saddest part of that movie for me is when he's like at his return party or whatever and he goes up and there's like all this food left over and he like pulls up a crab leg and he holds it up like and he like throws it back down I was like what makes you think that the one thing that this guy is gonna want at his fucking party is Is seafood (laughs) like um little out of touch there bud (laughs) give me like like tri-tip and steaks oh actually that does remind me. Somebody recently told me that tri-tip is only a California thing. Do you have tri-tip in your stores in Chicago? I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh my god, really? Oh. This is fascinating. Tri-tip is a type it's a cut of beef. So, but somebody, It's like a triangle. No. But they call it a tri-tip. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. I'm going to have to look more into this. Mhm. See, we need somebody who else is who's the producer, who I can yell at and like say like, "Hey, look that up." Look that up. I I can be that guy. Is tri tip just get a California? On it. Get on the right now. Look this up for me. <laughs> well, because hey, Joe Rogan, write that down. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan has it. Like the local like radio stations have. Well, there are. Is she a producer? Is there a yeah. producer? Okay, producer Lara. Producer Lara. Lara. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it was just, it's, it's interesting because we mentioned tri-tip who, I can't remember exactly who said that tri-tip was, they'd never heard of it or anything before, but somebody was telling us <laughs> that, um, that they'd never heard of tri-tip and I was like, what? What? It's tri-tip. It's, it's a cut of yeah, beef. Yeah. Right? But they had never heard of it. They heard of steaks and all sorts of other stuff, but nothing specific to tri-tip. So I guess it's just a California right. thing. Like T R I or D R Y? Uh, T T is in tango. T R I, like a, it's like a triangle part of. A, it's the cut of the loin butt. No, no. Never heard of it before. Yeah, let's Price see. It. No. It, it must be a, it must be a California thing, I guess. Mmm. Let's see. You guys have cooler cows over there. 
Well, no, happy cows come from California, so. Yeah. <laughs> and they taste more delicious. They taste more delicious. So I know that Santa Maria barbecue is one of those things that serves tri-tip. Um, and it became famous from like Long Beach, Palm Springs, and then Santa Maria. But when I'm looking at Europe, it's there in Europe as well, as well as South America. But it doesn't really talk about the rest of the United States. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So tri-tip is like a California like secret. The tri-tip is a triangular cut of beef from the bottom sirloin subprimal cut consisting of the tensor fascia latte muscles. Untrimmed, the tri-tip weighs around five pounds. You know what I hear? Science, 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 science. All I want to hear is beef. Meat is delicious. Hashtag not vegan. Bacon. Uh-huh. Everything goes better with bacon. I am a firm believer in this. Oh. I mean, that's, all, that's what America was based on, is bacon. Bacon and beef and Rogaine. <laughs> Rogaine! Rogaine. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds um, me of, uh, it reminds me of, uh, oh crap, Idiocracy. When he was like, all the scientists were so concerned about growing hair and elongating erections or it, making lasting erections and it's right. that orangutan he's just like whoa <laughs> like we're not going to fight the world's problems of energy crisis or like you know you know climate you know climate change <laughs> climate and all change. sorts of other stuff we want to make sure that men have a better erection a longer erection and a full head of hair <laughs> oh my god yes absolutely and a big bush and a big bush. <laughs> okay, define big bush, please. <laughs> Put that into context, I because... Mean, I mean, the hedges outside in the front lawn have to look good, so... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Like Roundup. <laughs> oh, that's what we're on. Yeah, when you said big bush after I started mentioning erections and hair, like, head of hair, like, I was like... I don't think the lady's like a big bush. I'm just going to let you know. I think it was a double entendre. However, if you were to watch Whitney Cummings' new special on Netflix, she talks about how the, (laughs) um, when she was like working with the sex dolls or whatever, like going to their factories and all that, that she found out that men apparently love big bushes. Because they pay $1,400 for them on their sex dolls. Wait, a $1,400 markup? Yes, on top of the $6,000 body that they're making and the whatever cost of the head. You're probably talking about men that are over, like, 60 or We 70. don't know. That's the thing. You don't, like, there's no, like, data that we can find to be, like, who is buying this? But the majority of people, they're willing to pay $1,400 for a bigger bush. What? Yeah. I am not no. in that camp. <laughs> I, I, no. Well. Nope. I'm oh, just I, saying. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I will save myself the $1,400. I will shave my own bush and take some hot glue. <laughs> you add some friction? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like... 
I'm pretty sure. Like, hey, do they have a donation program where I can get paid to shave <laughs> off my own bush um, and send it to them? Female doll. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a female plastic doll. Don't think so, hun. Hey, pube hairs <laughs> I mean, are pube be, hairs. It could be the same thing when you cut your hair and you donate it to like children. No, I guess oh. it's not the same. Never mind. <laughs> but maybe you're donating it to somebody and they're not telling you what they're doing with their hair. Like you think that. They're, they're just going to use it for a wig or something. And no, it's going to the sex doll factory. I think I'd be cool with that. I mean, uh, I mean, a wig full of pubic hair? Yeah, I mean, who would not rock that? <laughs> no, because then you look like Bob Ross. I don't know who has <laughs> yeah. long flowing locks on their crotch. But, I mean, you get enough like pubes shaved off and you paste that onto like a sex doll on their head. It's like... Oh, I'm fucking Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Let me paint some happy little trees, Bob. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been great hearing you guys. Poor Chunkies. I didn't know. No, 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 no. We're too drunk Go home, Bob Ross. You're drunk. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, about with the whole conversation was that jackass episode where they were all shaving their pubes and everything and sticking them on that one guy to pretend like he was like, like an Afghanistan like Arab guy. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh wow. I well okay. No, and I do have to say, like, I have never really watched Jackass. Like I've I've seen bits and pieces. But I've never actually fully watched Jackass. You've never watched Jackass. I have no, because it's it's painful to me. You know, me and my my oh, social. Yeah. My Thomas has he has zero anxiety until it comes to an, an awkward situation that he's watching on TV, and I'm like, what? <laughs> it could be the dumbest it, thing. Yes, I'm like, you can't watch this because you're you. Are anxious about this anxiety. Like, there's a show, what is it, the atypical, where like I can't, I just can't watch it. It's like all the things are too, too ang- like he has like, like empathetic anxiety from watching an anxious situation. It's it's mostly it mostly has to do with uh, with like, who who's whose idea was this and why do you think that's okay? Like it's just like it, it's it just come. When it goes completely against common sense, I have so much problems. I have I have so much of a problem with that. It's just I I can't watch it. I get so anxious that I have to, I'm like I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna step outside for a minute. Give me a minute because I need to step outside because I cannot watch this. I mean, so you, you, you could you like watch that that show Scare Tactics or whatever it is? Oh yeah, no, I have no problems with that. Scare Tactics, I have oh, zero no. problems with. Mainly because, like, I've done a number of, like, oh, let there be light. Hello. Let there be light. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was not prepared. Yeah. Sorry. Our light timers just came on, just so everyone knows that uh, we have light now. So the video call that, you know, Dan's partaking in, he can actually see us. Yeah. Well, that's why I was looking at my watch. I was like, isn't it supposed to be? Oh, no, that's right. Okay, daylight savings and the whole thing. Hey, do you have daylight savings over there? so yeah i don't agree with it it's against my religion <laughs> mm, mm. What, re- what religion is that <laughs> electricity bill 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say flying spaghetti monster or something, because I was like, really? I, I mean, I could have, but I was trying to go for the more, like, like nicer way of going with things, but I'm still getting used to this. <laughs> That's okay. It's everybody's first time sometimes. I mean, you don't... You... Yeah, I just went silent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to... I'm still nervous. I'm really still Weird nervous job. about this. I don't know why I'm still nervous about it. Dude, you're having a conversation with your brother and his wife. Well, your sister-in-law. Hi. Yeah. It's your yeah. sister-in-law. Hi. This is the first time like you've actually had a conversation. Yeah. Like, tonight is tonight is our virgin conversation. So, but it's going real well. Fun. It's awesome. You know what, though? I'm glad you're the one that popped my cherry. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. Awkward. <laughs> Thomas it's has scary. to go outside for a minute because it's too, getting too awkward. No, it's not awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh about it. it's not awkward. <laughs> I laugh about everything. Uh, I laugh literally about everything. So I want to get your thoughts on something, Dan. Oh boy. Artificial intelligence. Oh god. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> Have it's you a good been movie. Huh? It's a good movie. Yeah. Are you talking about the one with from uh, Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Was a little boy. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who gets to eat dead boy. people? <laughs> no, no, that's Sixth Sense. That's a... right. Same boy though. Same M. boy. Night Shyamalan. Same Ding boy. Dong. I hate him. Not the boy. Just Shyamalan. Ding dong. <laughs> We're gonna have to raise his levels. Your max. Can you speak a little bit more into the mic, sir? I'm sorry. I wasn't speaking. I was laughing. No. Oh no, it's not that. No, your your voice is getting lower. So I'm like, oh, we're actually no. going to have to edit this podcast. <laughs> no, we will not. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was saying is like, have you seen all the news and stuff lately? Like the stuff that Elon Musk is trying to do, like doing the, the actual connection between like a human brain and a computer interface. In addition to like some of the AI robots that they're pairing with children in order for mm -hmm. the AI to recognize human facial like inflection essentially and learn on how to deal with them fuck that very much no, I have not it's terrifying I'm just gonna say that out loud cause it's fucking terrifying <laughs> I think it's the next step but I was just gonna I was gonna ask your opinion on oh on artificial intelligence and, and do you agree or disagree with it or like what are your thoughts on it like it sounded so sci-fi, like, I mean, it was sci-fi, like, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, people were talking about it, but we didn't have the technology to actually make it happen. Right. Now we're delving into the realm of, like, quantum computing. Mm -hmm. We just recently, I think if I, if I read the information correctly, we just recently actually captured a still image of quantum mechanics in... You know, Schrodinger's cat, right? Right. You're you're in both states at the yeah. same time until you actually prove otherwise. Yeah, and they've done that with light and water. They can see quantum mechanics in those instances. Right. So what I what I read, and I haven't looked at the validity of this, mm -hmm. but what I read recently is they actually captured an image of quantum entanglement. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm just kind of curious now that we have the technology and the ability to almost create new life, not even in our image. <laughs> I mean, we're trying. We're really trying because the robots are getting scarier. If Just go to Japan. Just go to Japan. Just watch Ex Machina. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on, on artificial intelligence and like where we're going, like being in a, in a different environment <laughs> on like more the east, eastern, eastern coast, mm -hmm. eastern coast. So on the eastern side of the United States, like is there a, a, a lot of people, perspective. right? Is there a different perspective? Because like California is like hub of technology. I right. mean, you have like Apple and Google and, um, Facebook and like basically all the technological, uh, technological companies that are startups originally and just kind of explode from there. But being on the other side of that, like, do you have, what is your opinion on like artificial intelligence? Like, should we, should we take that step or is it something that, that you're like, no, I don't want to, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, honestly, like where I am, like you said, you're on the Facebook and the technology side of the world or the United States with Facebook and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side of, like, automotive. We have a lot of automotive stuff. So oh, automotive yeah. advances, I like. Like, things progressing. Uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, smart cars, you could call them. Or, like, Elon Musk's Teslas. I love them. Artificial intelligence, that's a whole nother thing. I don't... It is kind of scary. I agree with Megan on this. It's kind of fucked up like we shouldn't be trying to make humans out of robots I agree I, I agree with him like, you're agreeing with me <laughs> I, I mean I, it's just it's scary to me like I don't I don't know it's just like that movie AI where they have certain people to do certain like they have the sex robots they have their sexual robots they have certain robots to do certain things Right. right. I I don't want to walk amongst a robot or even drive next to one. Right. If they can drive, I'm, I'm sure that'll happen. But yeah, I don't want to actually go to a bar. Let's say we go to a bar. I don't want to have to try to communicate with a robot. Like, hey, you look real. Oh, hey, you're a robot. Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go over here. It depends. Is she putting out? A lot. Uh, sure. I don't think she's imbibing sure. in alcohol. <laughs> Maybe she is. What she's about Bender? She's literally there. Okay, so this was <laughs> one of those things that I was uh, I was thinking about with Whitney Cummings' whole thing. Was I was like, this is a cure for the incels, right? Like the what is it, the involuntary celibates who who like blame all women for no women wanting to have sex with them or whatever. I was like, this is a cure for them. Maybe they could be like, I'm not going to go shoot up this fucking town because I have some, something that is willing to have sex with me, you know, because my personality sucks that bad, you know, but I think, case, yeah. right. But like what, what Thomas showed me yesterday was this, this video talking about, <laughs> I'm always, uh, <clears throat> I'm always like, messing with Megan by the way like showing her like hey guess what we've already he's like look how exciting look this how is exciting and I'm like is. nope I'm gonna fucking nope right out of that situation but he showed me a video from PBS mind you PBS talk Nova talking about how this robot is like it's just like a, a computer right and the computer is communicating with kids 
and it's it has a camera in the middle of its head and it's responding to the kid's reaction to them so it's learning to read emotion and I was like, it's great if you have a child that, you know, like if, if they're on the spectrum or if they're, you know, if they're, they have um, like ODD or something like where they're um, going ODD. against, it's, uh, um, it's okay. It's, I can't remember the term, but it's like they go against like authority or something like that. Like they're having an issue communicating because they just have a wire crossed in their brain or something. I was like, that makes sense. But the problem is, is that this AI is not only going to be used to deal with, like, any kid on the spectrum or any kid, period. This can be used to deal with humans in the future. And I'm like, just just adults, period. Like, hi. Um, just humans, period. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about you because you don't, you're not smiling today. And I was like, do I need to fucking smile every day? No, I don't fucking need to smile every day. That's like somebody this coming up me to you and saying, smile, being, you're pretty. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> no not quite. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Like there's, I was like, if this could be used for something in like it, like that's good. That's good. Right. But I don't think that it ends with, oh, we're just going to use this for doing good. I think that we're. We, we could be going into a minority report thing like, well, they didn't smile at me today and I didn't do anything to upset them. So they must be like off their fucking rocker and something's going to happen. It's like, um. Take your pill. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Take your pill. How about I'm human and some days I just don't want to smile at your fucking stupid face. Well, Thanks. And, that's, <laughs> and, and I agree with that 100% because artificial intelligence is one thing. Artificial emotion is another. Yeah, thing. it can't actually detect your true emotion. Right, it's just it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's not real emotion that like you would get from another human being. Like, oh, I just I had a bad day at work, or right. I had a bad day in life, or something like that. Right, it's just gonna go off. Well, yeah, you had a bad day. You're sad. Okay, you're sad. I what do I need to do to cheer you up? Where a normal human being would be like. I need to get this guy a beer, or I need right. to just, just hey, this guy. hey, let's have a conversation and actually emotion. get to the bottom of this instead of instead of looking at you and be like, I've detected your sense, your temperature reading is off, and you're not right. smiling at me today, and you know your eyes are dilating at a weird pace. Like, oh, you must be losing your shit, and right. it's like, nah, bitch. Like, I'm a human, and these are human responses. Like, these are biological responses to situations, right? So let's not do all of this computer bullshit in my face like i am all of these all of these reactions are because i have a computer talking to me like it's a person and i'm not i'm not trying to talk to you thanks okay what about baymax (laughs) um baymax he He only he was only doing good only doing good until fucking hero tried to like stick his little microchip in him and try to fix it see that's the thing if if there was if there was a takata that was like he have only programmed you for good and then somebody else says yeah but you could do more things and i'm going to program you to do different things right so that's the thing that's the way humans work right and that's and baymax resisted it and so did bay or so did hero's friends he's like no like he wasn't built for this he was built for something good and you're trying to change him in a fucking like you know, master of the universe, like, no, 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 you know? Baymax is not He-Man unless you, like, put He-Man no. into, like, a, a, an inflatable, weird right. sumo suit. I think that I think that if there was a, a doctor that would care for people the way that Baymax cared for them, 
and say, you know, are you satisfied with your care today? And like at they're, the end of it, and you're like, yes, I am. They're called pediatricians. They're not, though. In most cases, they no, should be. No, they're like, hi, I've got seven minutes with you because I have 14 other patients sitting in these hospital rooms. And <laughs> tell me what's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Okay, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> Here's your shots. Let's go. You know? I do have to say, Dan, <coughs> I agree with... Uh, so, from an automotive perspective, making smarter cars does make sense. I don't know if you saw the recent thing um, regarding Tesla and their dog mode. And he's getting some... He's yeah. getting some blowback from it. I, I don't know. Have you heard about that? I have. I didn't read up on it, but I've heard of it. Oh, we've heard it was it. something that came up on my news feed that I investigated, like... I read up on a lot of this, but it, it just matters if I read it. Right. Time of day, work, yeah. So I saw something about that, but but I agree. I agree on one point, but it makes society lazy. And PETA has this argument against it as well. And the fact is, is like you can't put so much faith in technology to do your work as a responsible pet owner, right? Because a, a pet owner basically thought that he put his tesla car into um like dog mode mm-hmm. and i guess he kind of did but he i guess he so so dog mode for for anybody who's not aware of that yeah i don't know what so that is. Yeah. tesla rolled out something automatically by the way via network Oh, and upgrade like, to their car. Anyone who has this car now has this new update. You're welcome. Right. Okay. Essentially. Oh, okay. So it's like push no it's like push <laughs> push notification. Yeah. Essentially is what it comes down to. And it's basically this dog mode which makes it so that the temperature inside your car, when you put it into dog mode, the temperature inside your car is supposed to remain like the air conditioning's supposed to continue to blow mm-hmm. and the you know, the not the engine itself, but basically right. it's supposed to make it so that it's cooler inside the um inside the car well somebody had put it into what they thought was dog mode and because they manually set the air conditioner and manually set the stuff (laughs) it wasn't actually in dog mode i guess and he had walked away and the heat in the car got to over like 85 degrees in the car and he came back like he was like oh my gosh and so so they're trying to they're supposed to be rolling out at some point a fix to that. But the thing that I say is that makes people lazier because now they're just relying on technology mm-hmm. to do what they signed up to oh. to do, right. essentially. And I'm like, I don't like that. But on the other side of that, from an automotive perspective, if a self-driving car can drive my ass home from the bar without me having to order a Lyft or an Uber... I'm all good with that. Oh, no. At the end of the night, that's exactly when I want to be sitting in somebody's car talking to them about all the fun things. And I'm not going to be requesting my car to come pick me up at the bar. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> or or take me to fucking Southern California. Yeah. There was a video of a Tesla or something that was, like, on, like... Apparently, they have some overlay when it, with, like, Google Maps or some kind of maps. So, it's looking at, like, the traffic on the map. And, like, if if there's, like, a red zone on the map coming up or something, it'll say, like, oh, well, we're going to slow down because something's happening. But at this point, like, somebody is driving in auto mode. And the Google Maps didn't show anything up ahead, like any orange zone, red zone, yellow zone, or anything like that. And so, the car was just, like, fucking, like, careening around a curve. And there was just, like... A whole line of stopped cars. 
and had that person not been paying attention, they would have like rammed into the back of all of the cars. I'm like, no. Can I just say that self-driving cars, even the automated cars, they have a disclaimer saying that somebody should be paying attention behind the right. wheel. But guess yeah, what? People that, oh, God, I'm like, at they some point, like, even if you're in self-driving mode, you should be coherent. In completely. A way yes. You shouldn't be sleeping yeah. behind the wheel. I get it, right? And, you know, in 20 years, kids should not be taking a an automotive, like an auto auto driving test or whatever. Like, how can, do you know how to react when this, when the car stops driving for you? Because that's where it's going. Like, that we're totally going to be reliant on machines. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. I would have to say. I mean. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, I mean, so I still drive uh, a manual car. It's a 1996, mm-hmm. and I still drive a manual car. And I still think that every school, like, what is it, like a driver's test? I uh-huh. think every driver's test should be, you need to learn on a manual car first. Okay, so here's That's, here's the thing. I just want to. I just want to tell you one thing, because I agree that because I don't know. I okay. So I I know how to drive a manual car. I do not know how to drive it well without stalling fifteen times between here and there within two miles. Right. So I'm like, I could get you home, and I can get you home safely because I understand like the main dynamics of a car. I'm teaching my fifteen year old daughter right now how to drive in an automatic, and I'm like. Oh my god, I so thank God that you don't have to fucking learn how to drive in a manual manual car. Because I'm like, okay, well, when you turn, like, you know, when you're stopped, like, if you're going to turn, turn your wheel before you press the gas, right? You don't want to, like, turn the wheel in the middle of gassing because you're going to be, like, in the middle of the intersection before you get to where you need to go, you know? And I was like... If I were to have to tell her to not only turn her wheel, but slowly let off of the clutch and go in on the gas and, you know, do the thing, I was like, I would not, I'd be like, you don't need to drive. I'm just going to get you a fucking Bentley and a driver named Bentley. (laughs) Bentley will drive your Bentley and you to school, right? (laughs) Like, I don't know how, I don't know how parents did it prior to this generation because i'm like i have no fucking clue dan i'm right there with you (laughs) i know how to drive a manual transmission i learned on a transmission that was manual i i have no problems with that and i could probably try and teach caleb (laughs) but there's a lot more actions that go along with driving a manual transmission especially teaching a transmission like manual transmission (laughs) how did you learn how did somebody teach you did you just kind of do it I burnt through a transmission, my, actually, but my whole thing with the whole manual transmission is you don't you, you actually focus on driving. You're not looking around at your right. phone. You're, yeah, you, you don't have time to look at your phone. You don't have time to play with anything. Your main focus is I need to ship this car, drive this car, right, and go. Like, yeah, and there's, not there's stall no time it. to pick up a phone and text your friend like, "Hey, I'm on my way." No, oh no, there's crap. I have to slow down for a stoplight. Literally none of that. Like we can't even hold. Like can't even touch our phones when we're driving in California. So there's not even like even if you're at a stop sign, if you're holding your phone and the cop pulls up behind you, you're gonna get a three hundred seventy dollar ticket, and it's your first warning. And the next oh, morning, yeah. you're yeah. losing your shit. You know. I think it's now like almost a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like a thousand dollars for like the first offense, mm-hmm. and then like if you get further, 
Don't quote me on this, but if you get further infractions... You'll lose your fucking license. Yeah, you, you can lose your license. But I did... I, I mean, I'm teaching my kids right now to drive stick. Like, Go you. I, I take yeah. my son who is... I take my son who is nine years old. I'll and I mean I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. Poor drunkies do not care, condone people I'll letting put him their in the kids. Front seat of the car. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'll put him, we go around the neighborhood. We live in a cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. so we'll, I put him in the front seat of the car, and I I teach him how to shift from first to second to third. I hold his hand, but of he knows the gears. Wait, yeah. is he tall enough? Uh, no, no, he sits in the passenger seat. Okay. Okay. So, so you're teaching. So you're in the driver's seat, but he's in the passenger seat, yeah. and you're having him shift for you and explaining to him like the. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense because I'm like, how does a nine year old? Do you do you drive a Volkswagen? What? Right. Uh, no. <laughs> but... I wish I did. It'd be a lot cooler than what I drive now. <laughs> um, my whole thing is okay. So as as an automatic car driver. Over the years, I've learned when the car naturally downshifts, you know? So it's like, I can hear that. But my whole thing is, like, driving a stick shift, I'm like, I don't know when to downshift. You You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like That's why you have an RPM. Right. But, I mean, sometimes, like, the car does some fucking weird shit, and the reason that I'm hearing it is because it downshifted on its own. And it's like, okay, well. That's the computer doing the work for you. And the computer doesn't always know what's right. Trust me. Trust me on that. <laughs> Driving a manual transmission, the computer does not know what is always up. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times we've been going towards camping, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to pop this fucker into third. I don't yeah. care. It's an, auto- it's an automatic, but I'm going to pop it into third because it needs that power. Yeah. And mind you, why are there RPM gauges on automatic transmission vehicles? That oh makes no God, goddamn sense. Well, but that's because... Why that's- do they need to know the RPM? Um, well, I think because it's in the same way that you, like, when you, when you shift the car, if you were to, if you let your, your, your foot off the gas and push it back down, it, it goes right into the gear that it needs to go in. So you can see, like, that's how I, like, every time I go up the hill, I'm like, Thomas just hit the fucking microphone like a noob. (laughs) I was trying to adjust my chair, okay? Um... (laughs) But every time I go up the hill and I like, I, as soon as I get to a point that it's like, I'm just going to stay right here. As soon as you let your foot off the gas and then you put it back on, it's like, okay, now we know where we're at. Like, I just think that this whole thing, I mean, I would have been able to hear it as well. But <laughs> I just press the gas pedal harder until it goes into a different gear. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I do. Too. On, on an automatic, <laughs> on a manual, I, sh- I downshift. Yeah. <laughs> On an automatic, I just press the pedal harder, and then it shifts. It's like, oh, you want to go faster. Okay. (laughs) Okay, got it. (laughs) But why is there an RPM gauge? (laughs) So bringing up a... I've fucked up too many times in an automatic to where I've driven six shifts so long Mm -hmm. that I don't even know how to drive an automatic at this point. Really? It's point and shoot. What what happens is, is we'll be driving down the road, and we'll come up to a stop sign, and I'll mash on the fucking brake pedal, thinking it's my clutch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Was there a, like, was there a deer that crossed the road? No, I thought that was a clutch. <laughs> I thought that was a clutch. Well, because you're using two feet at that point. Right. So I did see a meme recently 
which I think is hilarious, actually, on the same conversation as manual transmission versus automatic. Mm -hmm. And that meme is, if we switched back to manual transmission and cursive writing, there's an entire generation that would be shit out of luck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is the gist of it. That is, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm just... it just Asa I think it's was hilarious. the last class that learned cursive writing in her in her district. I know it. I just don't practice it. I just don't use it. I know like my fucked up I like I write halfway in normal writing and halfway in cursive because it's just oh. faster, you know what I mean? Me too. But like I like if I were to sit down and do it, like the only things that I wouldn't be able to do is actually like cuz there are some things that connect and there are some things that don't connect, right? And, like, a G shouldn't connect, but, like, my G is going to fucking connect. Like, the giant G. That kind of thing. And, like, a, a Q. I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, make that shit as calligraphy as possible. <laughs> That's my favorite. Q and the lowercase Z. That was my favorite fucking thing ever. <laughs> like, because the Z makes zero sense and let's do it. <laughs> I'm not slurring my words. I'm, 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 I'm talking in cursive. I'm talking in cursive. <laughs> My boss is the same thing. So uh, every Friday we go and get tacos. So not Tuesday. He writes his order down. He gets steak tacos with cheese, uh-huh. cilantro, and onions. The only thing he writes in cursive is cheese <laughs> because he says it flows better. It's <laughs> the only thing that flows better in cursive. So yeah, I that's. Ask him, like, Did you just write cheese on this? <laughs> Jeez. He's like, what? Are you a fucking millennial? Do you not know how to read cursive? I'm like, bitch, are you serious? I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, they taught me in grade school. Are you kidding? Before we even got You're to right. junior high. Or, exactly. or it was in third grade, if I remember correctly, like when I started writing cursive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cursive was in third grade. And so was multiplication tables. I won the whole racetrack first. And then they sent me the second graders to... uh Crick some papers. <laughs> They're like great slave I was, labor. I was such. I was such a fucking teacher's pet in third grade. What are you looking at? I am posting on Instagram. Oh. I mean, just to just to go back to the the manual transmission thing. I mm-hmm. know it's kind of like a broken record at this point, but I have a sticker on the back of my car that says "Millennial." anti-theft device (laughs) quick with with millennial anti-theft manual you know that actually ties into a news story I recently heard about uh, regarding a guy who carjacked he carjacked a car and it was a nice car but the problem was is it was manual transmission and he only got a few blocks and had to ditch that car and then carjack a second car in order to get away that had a manual transmission because he couldn't drive the guy's car <laughs> as a manual transmission. I was like, that is awesome. That is so awesome. That also, that almost makes me get, want to get a manual transmission again. What you, uh, what you drinking tonight, sir? I mean, honestly, now where you're living with a manual transmission, if you're going to sit in traffic, because that is the worst thing to do. Yeah. I or, just pop it into neutral. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, so where we live, I mean, when there's snowstorms, it sucked. Especially <laughs> if you just left a bar or something like that and you had, like, three drinks, like, three beers, and you got to pee and you're in traffic <laughs> because there's a snowstorm. 
It's not comfortable. I could imagine. Porch Drunkies does definitely not <laughs> condone drinking and driving, but I will have to say, back oh. in my youth, <laughs> back in my youth, I was I'm put in... About... He's like, he's not even tipsy. He's like, I've been there for a couple of hours, and like, I've just been socially drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm... Where we live, you have to go to the bar and just kind of hang out, eat some food, have a couple drinks, mm-hmm. so traffic dies down. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah, they do that here, only they go to Ikea and walk around for a fucking hour, and then they get back on the road. Yeah, Ikea's <laughs> way the fuck out there. <laughs> I'm going to have myself some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're going to Ikea to literally pass the time. All right, I mean, they kind of, like, nailed out the whole path for you, so go ahead and do that. <laughs> I was going to say, many, many years ago... Uh-huh. Back in my not-so-responsible days, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been driving at one point, and somebody stuck me in a manual transmission car, and it had been a couple of years since I'd driven a manual transmission car, and having a couple of drinks underneath my belt. Mind you, I wasn't, like, super messed up, but I had enough that I probably shouldn't have been in a manual transmission. <laughs> it was horrible. I stalled that thing, like, three or four times. <laughs> Went around a corner, punched it in, like, second gear. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I It was to, bad. I have to say that on the way home from dropping off Ace of the Day, uh, a cop was directly behind me for, like, a whole mile or whatever. And I'm like, it's fine. Whatever. Like, I've got nothing on me. <laughs> you know, like, got I'm nothing good. on me. <laughs> I literally, I like, stashed all the weapons yeah. and the drugs and stuff, like, you know, back with my kid. But, you know. Those are the things you have to worry about. But we do have a please be patient student driver and a porch drunkie's like bumper, bumper sticker. sticker on the back of our car and I had my phone I was talking like on my boob phone today with Melanie and I was like just talking to her and I was like yeah there's a cop behind me whatever and he legit was like running our tags <laughs> he was like Probably. who the fuck owns this car mm, okay there's nothing to fucking but you know your ass felt guilty driving <laughs> a whole mile you're like what the fuck did I do I know I did something no like tonight. you know what I was I was raised to fear police because my parents were always fucking stoned like that's just what you like oh obviously somebody's stoned right so if there was ever a cop behind me, my mom was super fucking paranoid, like, oh shit, <laughs> you know? But it's like this <laughs> innate ability to just like, like pull this whole thing. And I was like, dude, I respect law enforcement and I'm totally like cool with whatever, you know, like I understand you got a job to do, but you know, like don't pull me over. Like when I've been, just been literally waiting at a stoplight with you. So don't do that. But they didn't, they were cool. They just ran our shit and went on their merry way. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to to mention the fact that like I have a solid red Hydra sticker on my work laptop. <laughs> I'm waiting for it because because it actually, huh? All I see is Pit Boy. Oh yeah, well I mean I have yeah I have one of those too on so. his work laptop. Like he actually goes to meetings. With a red Hydra sticker on his work on the, laptop. On the backside. <laughs> you know where you'd usually see, like, you know, Dell or something. Um, so I took a 
like bright red Hydra like vinyl sticker and stuck it in the very center of my work laptop next to an Umbrella Corporation sticker <laughs> on the very nice. corner. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm waiting for somebody to say something because I was in a meeting once or just recently, actually, I was in a meeting recently and my desktop, which is also bright red Hydra tile. <laughs> And there were two, there were two gamer, gamer geeks that noticed the very fraction of a second that shit showed up on the screen. And I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> and they like started whispering to each other and they're like, did you see Hydra? And I'm like, I kid you not, I was in an actual professional meeting and somebody, some system, some, some system named Hydra or oh. had the word Hydra in it. Uh-huh. And so they were all sitting there talking about Hydra this, Hydra this, Hydra this, Hydra this. And like, all of a sudden, <laughs> I didn't even have to think about it. I, I didn't even think about it. It's just like as soon as they got done talking like Hydra, 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 I was like, Hail Hydra. And like the only person that caught me saying it was the person in charge and he chuckled. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going there. <clears throat> Sorry, I root for the bad guys. I do. Tell tell them why Caleb doesn't want to rock a Hydra sticker on the back of his car. Oh, yeah. Which we also have a Hydra sticker on the back of our car. <laughs> and a Decepticon sticker. And actually, we have three Decepticon we stickers. We also have a Triforce, so there's something there for good. Okay, people? That's my sticker. He doesn't have shit to do with that. And, and there's also an Assassin's Guild sticker from Elder Scrolls, just letting you know. Um, the Black Hand. Um the reason why the reason why Caleb does not I offered him a Hydra sticker and it's like a five by five black like Hydra sticker. It's very nice actually. It's I legit. Like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that company was a lot better than the red one I got. I'll I'll tell you that right now. Um but the reason why he said that he did not want a Hydra sticker for the back of his car was he's like Aren't they like aren't they Nazis? And I'm like <laughs> I'm all no. Well, I mean, in the movie, they kind of kind of stemmed from Nazis, but just because you like a faction in a movie doesn't mean you're a Nazi. I mean, seriously. I'm just not, yeah. Just wait until I put the Umbrella Corporation staff parking on our car. That's going to be fun. I like rooting for the bad guys. Don't even tell Huh? Just don't even tell him. Just just, just put it there. <laughs> oh, on the back of his cart? No, yeah. I, already, I already used it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually on our show laptop. I had three of them, so I put one of them on the back of our car, one on the equipment or the case that mm. we use to store the equipment because yep. it looks menacing. It's like a solid metal case <laughs> with, like, a black Hydra sticker in the middle of it. And I'm like... I'm pretty sure I'll get stopped at the airport yeah, if I, I hold this. I can't wait to fly with this fucking suitcase. <laughs> that's that's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. Be like, sir, can you step out of line? Um, yeah, we're going to need to have to check the suitcase. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, if something report- starts beeping, don't, don't, just, just press buttons. <laughs> I'll be over there. Just press, just press any button you want. Just press buttons. Just press buttons. I'll be over here. 
behind the safety glass. <laughs> yeah. Be like when I go to the airport, I get I get searched because I have a fake elbow. So they're gonna be like, can you, uh, sir, can you step into this room and take off your pants? <laughs> well, um, we we think you might be concealing something because you have a titanium elbow. <laughs> well, no, it's just an elbow. It's it's, it's fake. You're like, and it's above my waist when I put my hands up in your little scanner thing. So there's nothing in my pants. <laughs> Thanks. Right. That's the thing. But no, they they have to go the extra mile to make sure that I don't have something in my pants or in my person. <laughs> so I have to take off my shirt, take off my pants, just to fly. Yeah, That's why I hate flying. Like yeah. every time. Well, no, I I mean, when we went to Vegas last year, I didn't have to, which thankfully. But before that, yeah, every single time. Last time I have we... this code on my airline ticket that says that I have a prosthetic. <coughs> Last time like we... an internal one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but it's, it's scannable. They can see it. Either it's mm-hmm. going to ding on the, the metal detector or you can see it in well, the, yeah, the scanner. The elbow itself is titanium, which is traceable because... I mean, isn't that what they use, like, on the internal parts of, like, firearms? They use titanium, so it's traceable. <laughs> You're like, but I'm not saying I have a prosthetic arm that's withholding or concealing a firearm. I'm saying that my my well, arm has a prosthetic in it. <laughs> it's, titanium is traceable, so they, yeah. they're like, well, yeah, we, we need to check this out a little bit further. Right. So we're like, oh, yeah, take off your shirt. Okay. Take off your pants. I kind of don't want to. Right. <laughs> it's not because I, I'm concealing really anything, or maybe because I am concealing something, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm concealing something, but you don't need to know about it. Exactly. It's like, but it has nothing to do with titanium elbows. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm a lady. <laughs> the next time they do that, you should just start talking to them and be like, are you going to buy me dinner after this? <laughs> Where are we going? Is it a nice place? Do I have to dress up? Last time we went flying, Thomas oh, yeah. got stopped at the fucking thing because he forgot to take up his goddamn belt. And I'm like, no, are you I forgot f- to take my wallet out oh, of my back oh, pocket, uh-huh. <laughs> which, which has a metal card in it, by the way. That's why it's... Uh, yeah. Last they- they gave me the full pat down. He's right. like, "All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to gently pat a, against your body with mm-hmm. the backs of my hands." I'm like, oh, yeah. "I couldn't help it. I actually made a noise when you got close to my junk. I, I, I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't think he took it very well because no. he was not very happy with like, with my reaction. Hello, sir. My name is John Smith, and I'm at a, I'm a federal agent <laughs> you do not make noises like that at me and no i'm not buying you fucking dinner <laughs> i'm a cheap date come on <laughs> she's not going to so how come you can't just just three tacos just like, three this tacos. is the most play i've gotten in like a week <laughs> That's concerning like, and enlightening. Like I'm not really sure. He's thrusting his bottom half at him. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say the time warp? Poor Asa. Last time uh, when she was flying out to her go see her dad in uh, Arizona, I was talking to her. I was like, remember that time that I wore a maxi dress and had a fucking wedgie? <laughs> and 
I got stopped at the scanner like this, you know, and they're like, oh, we see something. And I was like, I'm literally wearing this dress and panties that are wedged the fuck up my ass. Like, that's what you're going to feel, right? I was like, let me fix my shit. Let me go through the thing again. They're like, no, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm not like pocketing anything at my keister. Okay. I'm not keistering anything, right? You know? And at this point you she might have was a shiv. she was too young. Like I had to be at the gate when 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 she got off the plane or else they would hold her and like keep her in like some random gel cell until I got there, you know? And <laughs> I get there and I like of course I was like and they had to like pat me and of course when they pat you they like do the whole thing like back of the hand yep. up your side like your backside and or they're whatever. telling you the entire yeah. time it's like can I can I get somebody else to narrate this action here? Can can you pull in so like I, somebody with a better voice that's like, all right, what I'm what I'm gonna do now? Is yeah, I'm gonna pat you with the back of my hands. I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna feel. Yes. I'm gonna feel. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. So seriously, <laughs> that would make it all the more better, wouldn't it? Yeah, I need Morgan Freeman to like voice act this whole thing. No, all they need to do is just build those little voice box like things so that it has Morgan Freeman's voice, and they just put it in while they're doing it. They're like, "Okay, now, right? What I'm gonna do?" Is. So I tell her this story, and we're getting like going through fucking TSA to get to her new flight, like you know, five years later or whatever. And I go through the thing. Willie and Ellie, and right before she goes, she's like, Mom, but I have a wedgie. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, I've, I'm wearing a thong. Is that a problem? I was like, it's not going to be a problem. And she's like, okay. And so she walks through, and the box, when it comes down to like, oh, there's something here, is on her butt. <laughs> and so I'm like, y'all need to figure out something to like make it so that women's wedgies are not going to like let off the scanner. Because that shit happened twice. And so, of course, she's 15. So they're like, Oh, I'm an adult and you're a child and I have to like be very careful of what I'm doing here. And so they're like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to pat where this box shows over, like, I'm going to pat, the, see this box here? I'm going to pat here and just go over like the back of my hands over that box area. And she's like, uh, okay and she's like okay so they do that and then they're like and i'm gonna have to go inside of your waistband and make sure nothing's there and they're like okay and so i'm like oh man if my phone wasn't in this fucking bin over here i'd be totally recording this god damn it <laughs> so i totally manifested it so i had me a pad there <laughs> <laughs> with the with the narration by Morgan Freeman, yeah. I mean that that would make it all the more better. That I think that would that would even Sean, even what even Sean Connery. Maybe when he was younger, right? I don't know what right now. Where even Sean Connery is right now? Is he even alive? He's still alive. He's just out of the limelight because, as far as I had, okay, don't quote me on. Did this. he have a stroke? Uh, I don't think he had a stroke. I'm going to Google him, because where the fuck but have you been? He, uh, but his health has been declining. The last time that I remember seeing him was, I almost said the Thomas Crown Affair, but that's not it. Was it? Was he the lead character, the main thief guy? No. Wasn't Thomas Crown Affair, like, in the early 90s or late or early 2000s or something? 
I don't remember. It was the one where he was with, what's her name, married to... Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. That was, uh... That was Entrapment. Entrapment. Yeah. Where she went through the lasers, it was super sexy. Yeah. 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 And that was... I mean, don't get me wrong. Hot. It was fucking hot. Yeah, her doing that is hot, but with (laughs) Sean Connery, like, looking on and being all like, like... he was groaning into the microphone. He's like, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you look my, my old cohort. <laughs> Money penny. <laughs> That's my horrible Sean Connery accent. I was, I'd be better off like Darby O'Gill and the little people, like quoting something from that because like at least I can mimic it. <laughs> yes. I have no clue. You fuck one goat. <laughs> And it's all downhill. <laughs> but yes, Sean Connery is alive. I just, I believe that his health has been declining recently. So. I mean, with Rudger Hauer recently. Like, what is your take on Rudger Hauer? Oh boy, you're going to hit, you're going to hurt me with this one. Uh, well, yeah, well, He's you like, are younger generation. Who's Hold that? on. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I mean, not much younger, but a little right. bit younger than you. Um, well known for Blade Runner. He was the oh, lead yes, 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 bad yes, guy yes, character. Yes. That was in his early years. The original Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner. Just yeah. passed away. Yeah. Too long ago. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he like a couple weeks ago, last week? I think it was that last was week. It. That was one of the, uh, the questions in our trivia night. We, we play trivia every Wednesday and like at the that bar? Was, huh? Yeah, at the bar. We play trivia every Wednesday, and the Blade Runner thing came up, and I blanked. I completely blanked, and I knew it. Oh, He was also in one of my favorite movies, which was like a total B movie, based off of the weird trailers that they had during... Um, I'm trying to remember... Hobo with a Shotgun was the name of the movie, mm-hmm. and he was the lead character. But Hobo with a Shotgun was based off of, like, a B-movie, like, garbage trailer that they put in the middle of uh, Quentin Tarantino's, uh... Is it Quentin? No, he was one of them. Mm-hmm. It was multi. Anyway. I can't... Yeah, I know. I'm horrible at that, <laughs> as far as, like... You know, I you want quotes? I can give you quotes. I can tell you who they are, maybe their character. But if you really want detailed information on like who directed or who, unless it's Guillermo del Toro, because he hates children and they're always going to die in his movies. I will tell you that right now. Seriously, <laughs> every movie that Guillermo del Toro is responsible for. Has children dying or suffering in some weird way? Have you seen the new one? Which under one? three or three under or whatever? No. It's on Netflix right now. It's like an animated movie, but he directed it or some shit. Do children die? Um, no. Is I it didn't like a fin- horrible situation? Spoiler alert, Thomas, I haven't finished the movie. Maybe they have, but I don't know. It's oh, okay. like a two-part series okay. or some shit. The Orphanage? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. What is a... Uh, uh, creature of the no something are you afraid of the dark oh that one yeah yeah with are the, you afraid of the dark with horrible the movie yeah pan's labyrinth pan's labyrinth oh, horrible God. to true like chi- he hates children <laughs> yeah. he hates children 
you I ever have name. a movie that he does and Guillermo del Toro hates children? Show me a, show me one of his movies where the children end up happy at the end. I'm going to finish watching this movie and maybe there is a happy ending and because it's animated and no the yes. children are going to die no no or they're going to be stuck in some sort of limbo and they're going to be possibly, like tortured for the rest of their lives have faith i don't have faith when it comes to him <laughs> i've seen enough of his like, i've seen enough of his movies i know this if is you're a child actor yeah. <laughs> oh you want to be in a Guillermo del Toro movie he hates children so you're, you're it's not going to end happily <laughs> your character is either going to die in the first five minutes or you're going to be tortured throughout the film so <laughs> you've got to be okay with that maybe there's an existentialism that comes with his understanding of children because Pan's Labyrinth really didn't end unhappily it's just not a uh, like a, a this realm of existence happily, right? It, so like she is going to be a spiritual seen, like, a really old princess movie. forever in the land of whatever the fuck with her dead mom. Fucking tool <laughs> in the realm Ooh. of tool. Uh, no. This is percent spoiler alert. <laughs> You've never seen Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. You should watch it. Oh well, no, I have, but it's been forever and a day. Mm. I think Guillermo del Toro basically hired Tool. And they were like, all right, Maynard. It's just that what? fucking creepy monster thing with the no the, eyes and the, the hands. Fucking, with the oh. eyes like this? Oh, it's oh, creepy as fuck. With the, hands and, with the eyeballs in the middle of the palms. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. That was direct from Tool Vision. That's... I just want to close the loop on this. The last movie, the last live action movie that Sean Connery acted in was in 2003, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He was looking that was okay. The last one. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, I've been doing this for 94 fucking movies for like 70 years. I'm going to stop now and retire. But he did video games after that until 2012. Huh. Sir Billy was his last. Of course he voiced something from oh, Russia with and love. apparently he was knighted because he is as Sir Sean Connery. Nice. A Scottish man being knighted by an English rule is hilarious. Tell us why, Thomas. <laughs> it's super hilarious. Okay. Scottish and English don't necessarily... They, they haven't always gotten along. And the fact that they knighted... A Scottish citizen. I'm pretty sure they've knighted a but number of them. But he's sure Sean Connery. So. Yeah, there's a lot of... He's, he's going to be at Wimbledon around tennis. Tennis. <laughs> That's a dad joke That's right there. favorite joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to come down on all of our asses. <laughs> He's not Chuck Norris. He's Sean Connery. He can't come down on our asses. That's not a thing. You never is know. It? He's just like... <laughs> he might. You never know. <laughs> he might. <laughs> he's, he's like the silent knight. You never know. He might just be like, you know what? Fuck Chuck Norris. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I've kept all of my props from the 007 movies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that voice again. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was horrible. 
That was horrible. No, I'm going to ask you to do more. (laughs) Not on the podcast. Don't share that with anyone. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Should I call you Miss Moneypenny? (laughs) Moneypenny! Can I call you Miss Moneypenny? What is the pussy galore? (laughs) If you want to get into Bond villainous names and how awkward they are nowadays. Yeah, they're super fucking awkward. I mean, (laughs) Mike Myers made enough fun of it Mm -hmm. during, like, the whole Austin Power series. Oh, God. Our name is Fook You. Fook You. (laughs) No, this is my sister, Fook Me. (laughs) Well. I love gold. <laughs> so that's all, I had. that's all I got me. No worries. I think <laughs> it's about I think it's about that time. We're probably gonna be shutting it down. Now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add that in. You don't have to do that. But I do want to thank we you, didn't Dan. Add in all the horrors of Illinois that I live in. <laughs> all right, we don't need You can talk to us when you. Uh, come here and visit. How about that? You know what? I think that's in our near future. He's actually. like, fuck yeah, we're gonna. But do we have this. to go to Vegas though. We have to go to Vegas because Vegas is like our second home. Vegas is like a hop, skip, and a jump via Southwest Airlines from here, so it's fine. Uh, Vegas or drive? I don't know about that. <laughs> it's like a eleven-hour drive from here to Vegas, so that's a nightmare. It's like a three-hour flight for us. Well, and it's it's a twelve hour drive depending upon how fast you drive. <laughs> oh, that's... I've made it in less. But you know. so Just have I. <laughs> but definitely, it was good to have you on, Dan. Thank you for being on the podcast thank with us so this evening, yeah. and thank you for coming to us from across like. Across the land mass? Yeah, across the land mass. (laughs) And being an experiment, the first actual, like, guest over the phone. Um, please... I mean, I hope there's more, but I was a little nervous with this whole thing, so... (laughs) And you came away unscathed. Look at you. Looking just as good as ever. We want to thank all of our listeners on SoundCloud. Please follow us on Instagram and SoundCloud at Porch Drunkies. Uh, please visit our website at PorchDrunkies.com. Uh, this has been Megan. This is Thomas. We're the Porch Drunkies. And this is Dan. <laughs> Signing, Signing out. Off. Have a good evening. Have a good evening. <laughs> the time has come. It's the end of the show. It's over now. And we must go. We hope you had fun, but we'll be back again. You, you can, can sing, sing our song until then. Porch drunkies, porch drunkies, porch drunkies, this is our lullaby. Porch drunkies, porch drunkies, porch drunkies.